So you're a countertenor. Let's start with that first, because a lot of listeners probably don't know what that is. Can you tell us? Well, um, the short answer is that a countertenor sings in the same register as um, as a female contralto or mezzo-soprano, and sometimes a very high tenor as well. And so I've, I've covered everything from medieval music, and then, of course, Bach and Handel. The voice type was very popular. And then also medieval music, um, anything from John Taverner uh, to Arvo Pert, and maybe uh, composers of today like Thomas Addis, and one of my favorites, George Benjamin. So the piece that you're going to be performing with the TSO is kind of goes across time because it involves Renaissance music, but it's written in the 20th century by Karl Orff. Can you tell us more about singing in this work? Yes, I remember my first invitation was actually from Yannick Nézé-Séguin, and he was in Montreal, and he was really just um, beginning to flourish as a conductor. And I had a call to do this piece, and of course I was aware of the piece, but I didn't know what role I could have in it. So, you know, I don't know how familiar your listeners are with the story, but the text actually dates from, yeah, from medieval times, for 11th, 12th, 13th century, but there, it also runs a parallel to sacred story. At this point, we have a meal when I arrive on stage, and I am the meal. I'm actually a roasting <laughs> swan. Oh my goodness! And uh, so I do. I describe the life of a swan that's about to be eaten, and it's actually very exciting to do. The last time I sang it, I think, was with Russell Braun. Um, who was amazing. I mean, he was just incredible. I sing for about two minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> so it really, it's great. It's a cameo. And this time around, it's Philip Addis, who's, again, just a wonderful singer. I get to really be on stage and watch what's happening. Yeah, so having done that and yes. been able to take in the piece so many times yes. and in such an intimate way, yes. what would you guide our listeners to in terms of listening to that piece? Gosh, I mean, there are so many highlights to the piece, really. In terms of the style of the music itself, I think there's a certain uh, access that the audience will have to it immediately. It has a theatrical quality, and I think it also brings us closer to speech than some music might. And we also have these melodies that come again and again, pneumatic melodies. So these are melodies that are going to feel as if they're more modal, and draw the audience's ear again and again. I mean, what I love about this kind of music is that really they're going to be, I think, taken in by the drama of what's happening. There's a certain ease to listening to it. It's also rhythmically, there's a terrific amount of um, percussion and built-in rhythm um, into the language of the piece. So even though it's quite complex at times, it immediately appeals to the listener. There's something very immediate and maybe less cerebral about it. Kind of visceral. Yes. Very physical. Yes. You have, uh, I'm sure, a busy summer coming up. I do. What's ahead I'm, for you? <laughs> after the TSO, I'm going to go to Amalfi, to the Amalfi Coast, mm. where it's an unusual assignment for me. I'm going to coach Puccini. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's uh, going to be my first time. I'll be around uh, in Canada. I'm singing at the Stratford Festival. I'm singing at the Allura Festival. But then I head back to Italy again. I also teach in Siena. It's a pretty exciting summer because it's balanced between teaching and then performing. Well, so, hey. well we wish you all the best for the summer Thanks and so look much. forward to hearing you with the TSO. I can hardly wait.